Hi and welcome to another episode of Wine and Wisdom. I'm Thomas Lehuang and you're listening to the TL podcast where knowledge is shared and no one takes themselves too seriously. Okay, so uh, hello boys. Good afternoon. How you doing? Good morning. Uh, all right, before we uh, get into too many subjects, let's have a look at which uh, one we're going to start with because we all brought uh, red. Brought a red. weather for it, that's for sure. So I've got a Shiraz. Not that uh, I you? care. I've been accused at the front of caring too much apparently about the result, but I don't care. <laughs> Just want to repeat. Okay, <laughs> maybe we should start with yours. <laughs> You're going first, bro. <laughs> but he doesn't care. I don't uh, care. <laughs> okay, well, you, you want to serve? Yeah, Are you going to talk man. up your wine, mate? Yeah, yeah. So, Chapel Hill, uh, Shiraz, McLaren Vale. Chapel Hill was actually a bloody good story. There was, used to be a chapel in uh, 1865. Wow. Obviously, it was a bit like a, a place of worship. But a hundred years later, they closed it. So imagine this, in 1965, it was closed down. It was derelict. It was uh, like broken down. There's a, a professor, his name was Thomas Nelson from uh, Adelaide, who decided to purchase the building. Not only he purchased the building, he, I, I think he also purchased the glass work that was going to be destroyed. He really converted that into a winery. So in 1972, he planted his first vine there. Wow. So this is a man who is a professor who decided, do you know what, I'm going to take a derelict place and turn it into a winery. What a great idea. He got a Pam Dunsford as an internationally uh, renowned winemaker. So she obviously put the thing on the map and the rest was history. That's it. 2010 okay. Shiraz, let's try So it's 210, so let's have a look at this 210 Shiraz, nice. boys. Cheers. That's smooth. That's very mm. nice. Oh, well. Let's have a look. Breathe a bit. Needs to breathe a bit. We're starting, we, we're starting to be uh, connoisseurs. You know, <laughs> what, what? We are so full of shit. <laughs> Did you know, the, the one good thing is that when, when, you, when I go to places now, they're careful about what they serve because they're going, well, he, he knows his stuff. We might as well have good bottles, which is good because we know shit. <laughs> This is a thing. We got no idea. If your wine is shit, we know it's shit. But if it's good, we couldn't say if it's good. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. We've so had, point of order, yeah, point of order. Yeah, we've had ample training on recognising the bad ones. In, it was in December from a garage. So that, that, training, that training, we got plenty. So now we know the good ones, right? Chris, it's not often I'm on your side about anything, mate. But it's been brought to my attention that the Russian Olympic team was actually here competing last week. <laughs> And our fifty dollar bottles of wine. You came last last week, wasn't that the general consensus? Yeah. Yeah. Who won last week? I believe it was yourself. Did I win, or did I just not come last? No. Well, you came last as usual, man. Okay. <laughs> so there's been a disqualification because it's been brought to light that Thomas's fifty dollar wine costs eighty nine dollars. He's a cheat. No. He's wait, a mug. On, He's on, a phony. On, it was He's, a gift. Yeah, it was a gift. Right. Something I received for my birthday that I shared with you boys. You're a cheat. And now it's working against me. <laughs> so you didn't lose that. last week. I enjoyed every By disqualification. <laughs> yeah, hey. Yeah, um, it's all right. Racing Point's going to win a lot know, of races this year or get a lot of podiums and they don't get any points for it because they're cheats as well. I'm, I'm happy to bypass that rule of $50 oh. if it was a gift because I get to enjoy the wine. 
So if I don't get to enjoy the wine, there's a different story. You are not but competitive I'm enough for my liking, mate. <laughs> but if I get it's to a enjoy, cheat, call you mate, good, you're about- a pussy. Yeah, <laughs> call him out on it. No, He's I'm, a cheat. I want him to keep bringing his good bottles of wine in, mate. In fairness, <laughs> he presented it himself. He, he told me that he stuffed up. With All the right, price, he, so. he, fr- he fronted up to the. He gym, fronted up. He's trying to get a reduced sentence, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to keep my medal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a week. What a week. So what's happening? Are you going to get that jab? Yeah, well, look, I haven't read Apparently too much compulsory, into it. compulsory, they're, man. They're looking at making it as compulsory as they can. Now, they said like it. I think ScoMo was the one that was um, when we had the vaccinations for the kids. He was health minister at the time, and he's the one that implemented uh, jab. If they didn't get it vaccinated, there was no... <laughs> Now, what is it when the kids were uh, wanting to everyone, the, the government wanted every, all the kids to... What is it? No jab, no the, play. You couldn't turn up to childcare. Yeah. No jab, no play is yeah, the catchphrase. Yeah. Well, he's the one that implemented that. Scoma was the one that implemented that as the health minister at the time. And uh, so I, I kind of figured he's, he's pro, obviously, vaccination, obviously. So I haven't read enough into it. I would go with the masses probably and just get the jab just for the sake of it. But I hope it's not the masses, but... The health minister today said we definitely won't be mandatory, but we're looking at other ways to make sure everyone gets it. So I don't know what they're I don't know what they're going to threaten us with. Well, with the kids, but how about we don't do that for something that's uh, got a ninety nine percent recovery rate? Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. (laughs) But anyway, anyway, I'm not outraged. As I said last week, question then: Would it should it be compulsory for health workers? No. Should it be compulsory for health workers of the elderly? No, it shouldn't be compulsory whatsoever. If people want to die from COVID or people who run the risk in the high risk bracket, let's put it this way, did they decide not to have it? That's their choice. Okay. Well, what about if you're a care worker of the elderly? Oh, yes. The elderly don't have a choice. Yeah. Right? You could make it a requirement of employment, which is probably what the line they're going to go down to make it compulsory. But I mean, some of these things are sensible, sensible, right? but you, you look at these things. We learned about the virus in March. How much testing did we do on this shit? Yeah, sure. You know? Like, just, I was reading in 1995, there was two, more than 200,000 children in five West and mid-Western states in America. They received a polio vaccine, right? More than 200,000. It turned out to be defective. Within days, there were reports of paralysis. And within the first month, well, it, it had to be abandoned. Here's the thing. You've got two children. You're going to put them through this? Something happens to them when they're 40. <laughs> Let alone, they might sue you. What if they start having a third arm, a third eye? What do you do? What if something happens now that was not tested in the last four months? How can you start something and in four months, you already got it, mm. right? What would you say to your child if, let's imagine, nothing happens to them, but they pass down through the genes something defective to their children? Yeah. It's a big call. I mean, uh, you would entrust that the government's done enough research. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Into release that to the like government. Into release God, that. you're a have, fool sometimes. Have, have some more wine for us, boys. Have some more wine. Oh, buddy. I love you. But Jesus Christ. What have they done research into this whole time? The phases. As we know, there's a phases to release medicine. There's, yes, there's, mate. There's strict guidelines for people to release these vaccines, yeah? No. One, phase one, two, and three. And then four is the general public, public population. Phase three is 30,000 people. Uh, take it and see what has ver- <laughs> see what happens <laughs> for fifty bucks. I think they pay them fifty bucks for being a clinical trial. Yeah, it's good know. money in being a I clinical test dummy. 
oh man, it's, it's it's symptomatic of everything that's going on. Everyone's, and we've spoken at, at length about it, so it probably sound like a broken record, but everyone's following the status quo, hoping or just thinking because it's the government, they're doing the right thing. But you can't stick a needle in someone if the research is less than six months old. You can't be forcing people to, to put it in their body. Look, I don't, oh, I don't know, but originally they were saying a normal vaccine takes between two and five years to properly develop. Have they have they given us a sort of guideline on time frame on, or is it still... No, that's the other there, thing too. Or? All they're saying is that we're going to use... All they've really said this week is we, we're going to contract this mob to, de- to produce it for us. It hasn't been finally it hasn't been approved it hasn't been and they haven't even contracted i read an article last night that said all they've done is is sign a letter of intent to use this company if and when it it comes about and i think and the article is sort of suggesting the reason they made that public was to try and put people at ease a little bit and show a bit of light at the end of the tunnel even though really the devil in the detail is we're no closer to anything happening so that process of you know 12 months two years of developing a vaccine could still be the case could Potentially, so still before the case. we start to look at getting jabs, they got to go through those processes. Yes, hundred percent. So, come back to what I said before. You would entrust that the government's making all the requirements that they can to bring out the vaccine within the guidelines of the health organisation, which we live by now. Yeah, but in two years' time, you didn't know that information until I just told you, and you were saying you were probably going to get the jab and thinking it no, might be around. No, I had around, no pretense you know? that the jab was next week. I was always thought that it would be a while off before that vaccine was developed. Because I knew that was an intent to purchase. It wasn't an, uh, a, a developed vaccine. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I still... Mate, for the first time in my life, I had a flu, flu shot this year. And I had to have that so I could see my dad. Yeah. Right? First time in my life. Now, could I have I had any adverse effect to that vaccine? The flu shot? Possibly. Mm. The wine's getting better. Yeah, the wine's getting better, yeah. Unlike no. Chris's shirt. I'll trek over here. What else happened in this no, week? So, no, no, so I mean, and he's about to make it conditional. If you want to leave the country, you might have to do it. So Skomo is looking for every kind of condition. He could go from the favoured prime minister to being ousted just based hole. on the wrong crap. Mm. We're not Nazi. Uh, you want me to also carry a star, a yellow star, because I haven't got COVID? Mm. And then when I get COVID, I, I get a different colour. What is this shit? When people's liberty or freedom is such that you have to to make conditions for them to do other things, I think mate, he's, he's going to lose the election if he plays with that thing. So when you're saying he's, it, like he's for leaving the country, he's putting conditions on leaving the country and so forth, yep. what, what do you mean? I know returning to the country, you now have to pay for your own quarantine and so forth. Oh, so he, they're talking he, about with the vaccine. the vaccine. So they're not going to make it mandatory, oh, but you're not going to be able to fart unless you've got it. Is what You want to leave the oh, country, okay. you've got to have the vaccine. You want to work here, you've got to have the vaccine. You want your kids to go to school, you've got to have the vaccine. So... We're not going to make it mandatory, but we're going to make it very hard mandatory. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. I understand. And and that is, I mean, it's it's fucking going down the communist route. That's the oh well, mate. It's not going to last too long, mate. He plays with that. I do whatever it takes, and I won't have a jab. I'm sorry. Was it us? Was otherwise, why not just take Putin's jab? Yeah, yeah. We'll just get the Russian jab. Putin's got it already. Apparently, it's already in his daughter. So but we might as well get it as of today, so we can all go back to normal. Was it you that was saying last week, though, this might be another case of, um, and I'm hoping it was us that had the conversation, but they throw those things out there to gauge the public backlash before they... We, we spoke about it in another tense, I'm sure, where 
they might be just throwing this through to implementation. Yeah, they're they're throwing it out there yeah, we now. Spoke about that, actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, last they're, week. They're knowing they're, they're throwing it out there now to see how big a backlash they get before he. I mean, because if if everyone blows up, he'd be stupid to still push ahead with it. Yeah, it's a little. It's um, a bit like a survey, you know. Yeah, yeah. You want an idea to be implemented? You just put it out and you have a look. Yeah, meanwhile, they've cancelled Year 12 graduations this year and there's a petition of 17,000 students that have signed for it. It's still all... That's why when you say something like you would hope the government's done the research and done the thought processes, mate, there's no thought process. When, when I say that, you, you, what I mean is that they're not bypassing what has been previously implemented Well, if they bring to, qualify, it out. to qualify for any vaccine or whatever, any antibiotic or... New medicine. There has to be a process, and I would hope just because COVID's in place, they're not bypassing that. Like Putin. So you would hope, and oh, it's a beautiful segue. But you would hope you, they're doing the right thing versus just doing things right. Is oh. what you're, is what you're hoping. But I still I coach a junior rugby league team, where as a coach, I'm not allowed to talk to the players at halftime because that's breaching the COVID protocols. <laughs> so, mate, I, I, I've got. How do you do it? iPad. I, I, I fucking yell. <laughs> my trainer, so the guy the who... Trainer's my right. trainer's allowed to talk to the team. Mm-hmm. I got in trouble for standing up and walking over. Someone come and grab me and goes, you're not allowed to do that. I'm the coach. No, only your trainer's allowed to talk to the but team. I, I don't you're think it's COVID. I think it is. No, that's the COVID protocols. And they said, oh, the people from the division are here and if we don't do the right thing, I said, send the people from the division over so I can tell them what I think of their... Uh, rules and they they decline. Ah, but come on! Nah, but it's very easy. All you have to do is make sure that your your trainer becomes a coach for the game, and you become just yeah, a trainer oh, yeah, for, for yeah. the game. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I <laughs> resign. <laughs> <laughs> so no, what I'm saying is no thoughts gone into anything they've done so far, right back from the start. So nothing's going to fill anyone with confidence that they're going to do the put any thought into anything moving forward. And there's too much money, mate. The amount of money someone's going to make off this fucking vaccine. That's that was something I jumped on last night. There's Pfizer. The there's, share, there's contracts the with. So there's a doctor. A I watched a, an article. I watched a, an editorial. It was Sky News, so going to be very right wing leaning. But they had a doctor on, and apparently there is a, a combination of uh, antibiotics and another drug that, as he's proven in 32 other countries, not ours, to be very effective against early stages of coronavirus. Yeah. But it costs. $2 and the Australian government won't even look at it because they're developing one that costs $4,435 per treatment. And with all that stuff going on, mate, and they've contracted to Pfizer and another big pharmaceutical company, they, they can't be trusted yeah. because we're money. It's money, man. Who can be really trusted around power and two things power and money? We're really going to trust them? A lot, a lot of this pharmaceutical companies often um, fund political campaigns. To win office as well, not any pharmaceutical, but oil and so forth. And imagine winning that contract to so supply the maybe. bloody cure or the yeah. the um, vaccine, mate. Look, what what sort? Of I reckon next week, boys, we're going to have to have a Facebook live about the jab. Okay, I think it's a great opportunity for people to know about it now. Maybe next week. I don't know. I'm just it's a maybe. You know. It's like Donald Trump with his wall. Maybe he'll build, maybe he won't. <laughs> so maybe we should do this. Well, uh, we probably won't be allowed to do this podcast unless we've had the jab. It'll be in the rules. We're not making it mandatory. I only but. have a jab of Bordeaux or, or Shiraz, okay? I won't allow any other jabs into me. This is getting a lot better. Is it? How nice is it? Oh, Shame it went first, mate. I think it's also... <laughs> first can win, first bro. First can't win, 2010, bro. first can still win. By the time we get to yours, we might go... <laughs> <laughs> All that enough. Actually, 
Chris, just for this week, last wine will be the worst. <laughs> Cam, you're going last. Well, mate, next. I just want to see the receipt on a 2010 Shiraz because get one of them under 50 bucks. Oh, absolutely. Wine? It was. Take a photo, jump on Dan tonight and see what it's worth. Vivino. No, I'm going to Vivino it right now. What else happening? You had a good week, boys? Yeah. Yeah, good. Bit of an eye-opener when you're in convalescent home, uh, nursing home, sorry, nursing home, and wanting to see your dad, and they say we're only allowing two families a day for the entire nursing home. So I've got to book way in advance because we're allowed to go and see dad, but they're only allowing two families a day. So not two family members per person, two family members for the entire nursing home per day. Does that mean you can now touch him? I can, yes, I can. I can, I can go and visit him. There's only, they've only got two nursing homes in the, who, who he's staying with. They've got quite a few nursing homes right. called the Holy Family. Anyway, uh, Holy Spirit Nursing Homes. I, I can, but they're bringing him out into a public area. Yeah. They're bringing him out into their chapel, the multi-purpose room, and they're only allowing two families a day and they have to be separate times to sit with. Uh, Any one of you know of someone who's had COVID? You know what? I've been asked this question twice in the last four days. Yeah. No. Uh, two, uh, sorry, four times in the last two days. And, only person I know is of your relative or yeah. in Belgium. So, yeah, no, that's that's someone I know. You don't know. You, just, I don't. Uh, you heard the story. I heard from you. That's it. No. Okay, so I, I'm just trying to understand. If someone's got COVID, they self-isolate at home for 14 days. Right. Correct? Yes. And then they go back into the general population. Correct? Mm-hmm. Right. Do they have a another test before they get in? I think they're supposed to. Are you sure about this? I'm not sure. No. Okay, my, my last week I told you my uh, niece has got COVID now in Belgium. The nurse? The nurse is my sister. Oh, my, right. My niece. The, she's uh, 16 and she just had a kidney transplant. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she's been in her room, totally isolated. Her father just leaves uh, food by the door. She's got her own bathroom and that's it. Yep. They're totally isolated, can't get out of that room. Nine days uh, into the isolation, they tested her again. Still positive. So I'm just thinking, <laughs> she could actually be positive for more than two weeks. Yeah, absolutely. All I know is well, How long Australia do you have the flu for? It's the same. Anyway. I, I think there's still a, a lot I'm of unknowns. Not, I'm not going there, mate. I'm not, it's too... We're, so uh, I know with isolation patients that are coming in from travelling, as soon as they land and they get put into a hotel room um, for that two-week mandatory isolation, they have a COVID test. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it's they have halfway, one halfway through and then they have one towards at the end of their two-week stay. At the end of that, obviously, it comes back negative. They're allowed out, obviously. What That's about the security guard they've been having sex with? Do they <laughs> test them at the same time? or they, They've been getting jabs. They're trying to vaccinate themselves, <laughs> like full-on. Immunise me, immunise me. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> it's just so, yeah. And the, and the, let's what not get is, out. What else is good? What else is good, boys? There's lots good. Big week for me. Why is that, mate? I sent you that photo yesterday. It's five years yesterday oh, to the yeah. day that I interviewed for my job in real estate. It's three years tomorrow that the business has been open. It's our third birthday. Mm, and, to well, the, and today is five years yep. to the day that Indy Hope Wendy Wilson was born. My daughter's fifth birthday today. Oh, wow. Happy birthday. But, um, yeah, it got me thinking about what a big year 2015 was. It's no coincidence that that that's where my wine came from this time around. But, yeah, five years, long time, lot gone past. Apparently, apparently I got got an invitation for a celebration for tomorrow, but I I just got it like two hours before the celebration started. (laughs) We booked it. It takes time, me four mate. hours to get there. 
<laughs> Come to Terry. You're all invited to Terry. No, so yeah, big week. And then it was funny because I sent you guys the photo of me going for that interview and I weighed yeah. about four kilos. I'm sorry for you. Yeah, we'd had a whole morning of everyone going, oh, Jesus Christ, what's going wrong with you? And I sent that photo as a joke and Danola got it. But like always, you had to take the fun out of it and say, yeah, you're broken, starving. But mate, then I got, <laughs> you're fucking right. That, that five, I said the words I used were the years hadn't been kind. And yes, I've put on 40 kilos, but we can divide that by five. That's eight kilos a year. That's not too bad. But the yeah. rest that's happened in five years, mate, So that wasn't us, a joke, though. No, no my line wasn't a joke. Well, I wasn't hungry. I was fit. <laughs> but, um, no, and it, it was a lesson. Yeah, I, mean, I think you, you taught me a lesson yesterday. It wasn't the one you were probably hoping to teach me. But, uh, mate, five years, a lot's happened. A um, lot to be grateful for. And, and uh, it's, uh, it's been a couple of days, a big week of reflection for me. Big, That's lots, good, man. August this week is a lot going on. That's good. I mean, from where you started five years ago to today, did you see the growth? Oh, just, mate, I'd, until I sit back and reflect on it, all I saw... Horizontally. No, yeah. <laughs> well, that was the thing. The easiest... Look, it is. No, but the easiest thing to pinpoint... We're supposed to be mates. Listen, Shrek. <laughs> no, as I told you, mate, that suit I now use as a face wash. <laughs> That's, yeah. It's very easy to look. Very easy to look at. Jesus Christ, you've aged a lot in five years, and it's not as and it should be. It's fucking human nature is a funny thing, or maybe it's just me. But until I sat there last night and went, hang on. So five years ago, I was running a gym. We weren't doing real well. We were just covering the bills. I went and had this interview. Since then, we've bought a house. We've opened two businesses. We've done X, Y, and Z. I mean, my daughter was born that same... The day after that interview, my daughter was born. Oh, so, wow, 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 wow. Um, it isn't an, it, it was, it's very easy to look at the 40 kilos. And yes, uh, look, I still wish my health was better, but that's my fault. I blame real estate, but that's just a running joke. That's my fault. And Zig Ziglar used to say, I never ate anything by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I have. <laughs> Have, have you ridden bicycle like full on and having a laugh and a chuckle and suddenly a fly oh, just mate. In? That is a fly by accident. My thing was I went from running a gym and training myself three times a day to an office job. Yeah. Right? And that, the, 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 Driving the, a chair. The yeah. damage that has on your body very quickly. And I used to yell at my clients all the time because they'd blame their job for the problems they were having when I was a personal trainer, that is. Oh, it's not that fucking hard. You just get up and go for a run. It is that fucking hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, when, you, when you're doing everything else in life. But So, yeah, it was easy and I sent that as a joke. Yeah, T.L., he made that point. I went, oh, yeah, of course. Yes, I was broken, starving. But then last night in a quiet moment of reflection, I went, fucking hell, we've, we've come a long way in five years. It's, it's so you're still broke, not starving. Yeah, but now I'm broke because I spend all the money on, on fucking good wine and, and expensive watches. And I'll come back to you, say, what I said before. Have you seen the personal growth, not your waistline? Have you seen the personal growth from where you were to where you are now? Yes and no. In some aspects, I was in a lot a good mindset when I first jumped into real estate. I'd done a lot of personal development work, read a lot of books basically and, yep. and done a lot of that stuff prior to jumping into real estate and a lot of it got knocked out of me pretty quickly and I have still carry some of that. There's... You know, one of the things we spoke about yesterday, TL, about the, the win and the point and the, yeah. the vindictiveness, I didn't have that in me. I'd done a lot of work. I'd, I'd, and it had only been probably six or 12 months where I'd been on a, along a line where I, I wasn't as angry or, or as ready to get square or, or that. So you've had your ego in check a lot more? I did have before I started and then it got way out of control, okay. honestly. Yep. And then I'm still not back. To, I don't feel I'm still back. I'm working there. I'm, I'm trying to get back there, but I, I don't feel in some aspects I'm, I'm where I was before. I changed the career and, and everything. 
Um, but in other aspects, I've grown tremendously. So there's parts of me that go, fuck, you're still not that person you were then in, in some aspects. And there's some part of me that goes, thank fuck, you're not still that person that you were five yeah. years ago. So when, do, when did we, we – the first time we really spent time together was when at Port Douglas – what was that three years? Three years ago? That's uh, four, mate. Four, four, four years, years ago yeah. in Port Douglas. From Port Douglas to today, mate, it's it's a great change to see in you. And um, mate, in five years, there's not many agents that can say in five years they've been a successful agent, bought a house, set up their family, and bought two businesses. There's yeah. not many people that can do that. So congrats, mate. No, I appreciate that, mate. I don't put that in the personal growth bucket. I put that in the career growth and the the tangible stuff. I don't think with our personal growth you can't have both. I don't think no, you can have yeah, both. Yeah, 100% right. I think you can't go and do what you've achieved, achieve what you've achieved without having a bit of personal growth. Yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. Right. No, so. I might be speaking shit, but that's what, no, I, no. That's what I think. No, no, but man. you're always going to be your own worst critic. I've Absolutely. Made, I've, come a, I've come a long way, but I've still got a fucking long way to go. And <laughs> well, you all have, right? There's just times where I go, fuck, I wouldn't have done that five years ago. You know? But I would have done it seven years ago, or I would have done it. Some parts of me, I go back to the 18-year-old kid who was that fucking angry and just wanted to fight everybody. Yeah. And actually, physically, you know, I'm going <laughs> to... Um, and part of me goes, and I'll go, fuck, mate, you're nearly 40. <laughs> this shit's got to stop eventually. Yeah. And there's been, so that's the stuff I'm still working on. Do you think that ego that you said you, you had it before real estate and then you've sort of re- regressed, uh, for want of a better word, back to having that ego again? And, and I'm not taking a shot at you, mate, just because no. you've let yourself physically go because you know where you were at a level of fitness previously. Do you think that might have something to do with it? And you, you feel you're letting yourself down sometimes, not being in the shape that you were? Yeah, there's part of it. There's, there's, there's knowing as much. It hurts me and makes me angry that knowing as much about the human body as I know, yeah. I let myself get into this position that I'm in now. Yeah. Oh, that's that's dumb. Knowing yeah. what I know is is fucking stupid to to get to yeah, where I've gone. But the yeah, other yeah. part of it is, mate, when you when you're in this shape that I'm in now, or um, you know, none of us are pictures of health. Yeah. Your brain's not working as well as it should be. Yeah. Your brain's not working as efficiently as it should be. You're not. Co- you, it's impossible to control your emotions at a hundred percent, or your fears, or your anxieties, or anything. If yeah. your body's not running at a hundred percent, your body's eighty percent water. How many of us drink three liters of water a day? Yeah. We are never. Rarely is anyone ever running at the peak of their powers. And I had a good, uh, probably six to twelve month window there where I was, as far as a finely tuned machine goes body-wise, I couldn't have got any better because I'd stopped drinking. I wasn't drinking coffee. I wasn't drinking milk. I wasn't drinking bread. Yeah. Um, you don't drink bread. I but you I were trying to get a woman. <laughs> no, I had my woman. She was the reason I had to go back there. You were trying, trying to get her to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful feeling yeah. to have everything running at, to run at that Formula One level from a machine standpoint. Yeah. And we can't, and, and I go, and I said to you one day, I said, mate, I haven't even I haven't done real estate at 100 percent yet. No one's even seen me running at 100. percent Do you f- then? So part of me goes, I've done what I've done. Be, you need to be in that shape to be at 100 percent in real estate. Is that what you think? You need to be at that shape in that shape to be at 100 percent at anything. Yeah, Your okay. body needs to be fine. I don't disagree. Yeah. I've never been in that shape. I've I've been in better shape, but I've never been in that shape. But my wife attests to that. That after a run, after an hour running, however many kilometers she runs, I follow in the car. Um, she comes back and she goes, the, the mental clarity she has after that run because of the oxygen levels in your blood, she goes, it's just... Look at what you've achieved, time. right? The, the easy way to put it is this. Look at what you've achieved and then put yourself in a fit body and double it. 
Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yep. All right, if I had more energy, I'd be up earlier in the morning. If I'm up earlier in the morning, how much more are we getting done? All right, if I'm in shape, I'm not getting tired at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. If I'm in shape, I've got more energy to deal with stress when it comes along. If I'm in shape, and, I, and since, you know... I'm not in shape, but I can do that. You could do it better. You could, mate. And that's, that's pure I, science. I love, I love how they say... How to use the word better, you know? No, I'm You're happy. You're not running at 100%. I'm, I'm happy with what I'm doing. There's a difference between being happy and... and I'm happy with, with the percentage I'm doing. Yeah, there's nothing wrong so with that. There's no, there's but it's not saying you couldn't if you weren't... Yeah, I, I get it. There's correlation about exercise and actually old age, how your brain's going to be. That's the one thing that I like about psychology. It studies the average. It doesn't study me. Me, I'm, I'm special. <laughs> I don't do exercise so that I can keep all of my joints intact, as good as new, for, for my old days. <laughs> oh, mate, no, there's something I, for that too. I, there's something I, for that too because I, we put I don't want to have a hip replacement. Uh, my hip's going to be perfect when I'm 90 because they're going to say, how come it's so perfect? I sat down for most of my life. <laughs> I bought a really good chair. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I, the point of it is, and, the, and you're 100% right, because there's, I, I, I put a lot of credence in the fact that especially sports people put way too many kilometres on their body way too early, and that's why they get to sort of 60, 70 and can't move. I'm 38, mate, and I'm busted. My shoulders, my... Are you saying that you're a very sporty dude? No, you, but I've done, I've done a fair share. Even in manual labour, like physical labour, bricklayers, tilers, concreters. I, had, I was a cement renderer for 22 mm. years. My shoulder, I have to Go do on. exercises just so I can sleep. So it it, it it happens. Life life happens to the body. So there's there's um, that. I, I agree with that aspect of it. But the the thing I used to say is when your body's not spending all its energy trying to fight all the shit in it, yeah. all the toxins and yeah. all the alcohol and everything else, you got so much energy for other stuff. Well, there's no question. That's what, that, there's no question that if you're in a better shape, performance and and being tired and so forth. There's no question. I don't think um, anybody can say if they were lost a few kilos or were healthier that they wouldn't be able to do things whether it's get up earlier or retain information or whatever it be. Deal with stress, mate. Yeah. Do you feel Do you feel that, and we speak, uh, we know about the three phases of our life that, you know, you've got the business, personal and our self. Um, do you feel that maybe you've let the self go because you were focusing, focusing on the business side and the personal side? No, I've let the self go because inherently I'm lazy. <laughs> oh, well, no, I'm, 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 I, don't, I think it's laziness, man. I, that it part is, of it is. It, it is, you know, when I've got a goal or something to achieve, no one will stop me. But since I've stopped being competitive in stuff, I've said for a long time, the way to get me back in shape is find me something I can do competitively. But again, that's that's not laziness. That's lack of motivation. Yeah. Okay. It's not laziness. I don't think anyone's inherently lazy. I think everyone's inherently um, not motivated. And there's an old analogy we, we all walk on the side of uh, pleasure or pain, right? We either do something for the gain of pleasure or the avoidance of pain. Is, it, is that not right, Thomas? Yeah. In, inherently, we, we, and we react to that. Yeah. Um, if, and touch wood, and, and, and by no means I want this to happen, if, if one of us was to fall ill tomorrow, whether it be from a, a heart condition or something else, we would then change our focus from those three phases to personal because now we have to get better. We're going to have to get well, you'd think so. And then there's the motivation. You'd think so, but for whatever reason, like I, four months ago or five months ago, I got put on blood pressure medication and cholesterol medication. I'm 38. For a short and period, that should have did been, you change? No. 
I didn't okay. do No, right. that's because the medication is his solution. <laughs> Man, so once he got the medication, a lot of people do this, and I'm sure Cameron's one of them, is that they now go, well, freaking medication, better do the work because I'm taking it every day. So he's making sure he's taking it every day. The last that, time I'm, that I'm sure you're disciplined. You're taking your medication every day. Yeah, I went two days without my crossbow. He goes a theory. The last time I did exercise was when he challenged me to who could walk the most. And kilometers in that? No, you turned it off after two weeks because we were both <laughs> we were both getting obsessed. That's the problem. You can't. Yes, yeah, that hundred percent. That blames on me, but it doesn't take away from the fact that has been a, a, a very uh, interesting and a lot of lessons learned in five years, and, and, and it's bloody good, mate. Look, things are good. Life is good. I said to you last week, I'm not. I'm over the outrage and all the bullshit because you can't <laughs> you can't change morons' minds, and then and then. Too quickly we look you at can't something like idiots was the old expression. <laughs> too too quickly we look at something like oh you've put on forty kilos and it's fucking horrible and none of the stuff I've achieved is going to be any good to me if I'm so dead. No, but but no, on, but the other side no but the other side Don't of it be is negative, okay. Don't be negative. No, that's what I'm saying. It's easy to go to that stuff. But then when I sat there and went, fucking hang on, Look. five years ago today I was going for an interview. I didn't even own a suit. I had to run out and buy that suit. <laughs> I didn't have a resume or anything. Mate, I had to watch a YouTube video on how to do a freaking tie <laughs> when I went for my interview, right? And that's a true story, right? I was there in the front of the mirror fumbling around. It looked like a shoelace at one stage. Um, <laughs> so, mate, I had to jump on YouTube. So, But look, coming back to the premise of what we we're going to speak today to, about today was with your weight, all right, you know, doing the things right and doing the right thing. At the time, you had to put your focus into a business, into two businesses and into your family, and obviously, you've put yourself in a in a third position, yeah. Yeah. So now, looking forward, if you're going to take the businesses to the next level, then you would want more than likely probably to see doing the <laughs> right thing for yourself, which is now starting to improve your own health to improve the performance of the two businesses and your family. Could that be a potential? I oh, don't put that on me, mate. Because I'm no, going to have to do push up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking have to do push-ups. I've got a sore shoulder. Out, I'm not calling you out, bro. <laughs> if you want to do the right out. thing, you're <laughs> fucking hell. I'm not uh, calling you out. I'm not calling you out. All I'm saying is, yeah. do you think that's do you think that's a possibility? Do you think that's maybe the the focus that you had in those last five years has been gone away from self, gone away from that keep cam fit into let's grow business, let's grow my family because my family's young, um, and you've come third place now to take. Both of those first two to the next level, you have to focus yeah, on yourself. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I like I just said, I haven't done anything in the last five years at hundred percent because of my health. So the the exciting thing is if I could get myself into that sort of shape again, Jesus Christ, look out. Like you, you tick off the list of what's happened in the last five years. Like I said to you, you put yourself in a proper machine, you, you double it. Um doesn't mean I want four businesses, but <laughs> the production, you know will the, increase, yeah. Yeah. Um and that's probably the next step, mate. And and to be honest, I'm I'm probably closer than I've ever been. Something as simple as coaching the boys, getting down to the footy oval and throwing a footy around has almost made me want to go for a run. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm serious. Like, and 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 um, I almost, I love it. And you know, I, I went and bought a basketball hoop the other day because I want to just get a bit more active and do something. Yeah, so I'm getting closer. And when I said I'm in a really good spot now, I was thinking about it on the way down of. I've almost stumbled accidentally across that thing that we said didn't exist, which was the work-life balance type thing at the uh, moment. I, f- yeah. I feel like I'm in a in a spot where w- we do do this every Thursday. 
I do get most Mondays off. I am actually seeing one of my kids play sport. And on the flip side, still selling, selling. well, I was still selling four houses a month and right. still listing five houses a month. And it was not by um, design, that's for sure, But because we've had that chat on here. But somehow, some way, I've ended up in that spot and I'm, I'm, I'm loving it, mate. We can do that stuff. We can have a bit of a life, and that probably means I do have time to, to take care of myself a bit better. So, so. When you say you were doing the right things before, now you're doing things right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, That's that's 100% right. The difference between doing doing things right and doing the right thing, which is what we, we were going to talk about, it confused the hell out of me to start with when we, when we decided we were going to have that conversation. I don't know about you, but I had to read it 73 times and go... <laughs> me too, mate. <laughs> it might have had something to do with... <laughs> and I, I, I spent a lot of time thinking about that in the last 24 hours, and there's a lot of... A lot of things that I've come up with. Let's say you had a sick child and you're in your car. You know the speed limit's 100, but you've got to get to the hospital as soon as you can. Mm. So the right thing is to stick to the speed limit, but the right thing to do is get to the fucking hospital as quick as you can. So, no, so there's one that is the right thing. You can't have two right things. One has to be righter. Righter. Well, this is what I was thinking. One, and there's a couple of points of view that I had and a few things that I saw. One's... Um, strategic thinking and one's tactical thinking yeah and tactical thinking is doing the right thing sticking to the rules mm, sorry sorry no doing uh, things right doing things right sorry yes is is tactical thinking sticking to the rules um you know your 50 calls a day or sticking to the speed limit or don't drink three bottles of wine in an hour um whatever Do it in be. an hour and a half <laughs> okay um and then doing the right thing is strategic thinking and one's from the, and this is what I've come up with, is one's from the head and one's from the heart. But well, let's have a look at first the definition, though. Well, that's what, yeah. What, so, what is it? Well, there's many different routes we could have gone down with this. I, most of the research I did and most of the way I took it, because we could go down the life aspect a lot, but I've actually gone down the work aspect and the sales we aspect. We both of them. Yeah, we can, but I'm sure we're all going to have different definitions. Oh, absolutely. So efficiency is doing things right, effectiveness is doing the right thing, which is pretty much what you were saying. So having a system and following that system to the letter of the law is doing things right. We we have to do X amount of calls a day and that leads into this ratio and that ratio and this and that. Yeah, absolutely. A manager, or, and this isn't using no, broad right. terms. Using, yeah, yeah. using broad terms. Manager or boss yep. does that. Yep. Leader uh-huh. knows it. Even though that is a system, as long as the foundations are there, sometimes we have to take this tangent or this tangent. That is doing things right. So in a sporting sense, there's been a lot of, uh, obviously because NRL is my sport, but a lot of coaches, a couple of coaches fired in the last couple of weeks. A lot of talk about coaches this year. Uh, When a team's going badly, got to get back to the system. We've got to go back and train defence. We've got to make sure we're doing this. It's X's and O's. It's dotting I's and crossing T's. We're doing the right thing, says we really need to get the boys down the pub for a beer because they need a a break and they need a a circuit breaker. So that's how I've sort of defined it. Okay, that's good. To help me understand. Because a couple of people have asked me what we're talking about today and I said, I'll let you know when we get there (laughs) because I'm still trying to suss out the definition behind it. There's a way of doing things and then there's a way you probably should do things to set the situation. I'll tell you a true story. I rang Thomas and we're having a chat, right? We're having a chat about one of the boys. He's constantly not achieving his numbers, but 
works his ass off. He does his drops and so forth. And I said to him, what do I do, mate? Do I pull him up saying, mate, you need to get your calls done or get your three appointments and so forth? And Thomas simply, you, you simply said to me, what if it was your son? How would he react to that conversation if you had it that way? So the right thing is, is get your calls done. But the real right thing is, mate, you're doing your best, I could say, let's help you try and achieve more. And I really say it's a difference between the head and the heart. Yeah, Knowing on. that's the rules, but what feels right. I like it. I like it. What about you, boss? This is a wine and wisdom topic, right? So, and wisdom is about the ability to discern the difference between right and wrong. Mm-hmm. So the key is first to know right or wrong. And so when I look at that question, the difference between the two doesn't mean that one is better than the other, you know? Yeah. But the one thing that I noticed straight away is that there are four options. You can do the right thing wrongly. Yeah. You can do the right thing rightly, or you can do the wrong thing rightly, or you can do the wrong thing wrongly, which is you're an imbecile or you're a crook. We have to first really understand the, uh, the definition. And for me, doing things right is when you operate from a point of view of rules, of procedures, when you follow culture, because culture wants you to do that. You know, I mean, it, maybe it's not in our culture to go to a restaurant and spit down the uh, floor, but you go to some countries, spitting down the floor in a restaurant is okay. It's about our education. So doing things right is, to me, about execution. How you do things. It's a policy and procedures manual. And, and to, to me, too, doing things right is about looking at short term. I do things right for short term purpose. I, 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 all I look is what's in it for me now. And it's either in it for me or for some hidden agenda. We're looking at our agenda and we try to fulfill our agenda. I think doing the right thing is about respecting the laws of ethics and moral conscience. You said hard earlier. I love that. I thought hard had perfect. I think that doing the right thing is about values. What is it I value? And, and in this, <coughs> at, at the beginning when I was writing about this, I thought, oh, is it about doing according to your inner compass? No, because if your inner compass is wrecked, Mm. then you be doing the wrong thing justifying it's right. right. You know? Doing the right thing is about an aim. It's really the opposite which uh, of the other one, which is about long term now. And it's about the welfare of all. If I'm doing the right thing, I, it means that I can still do what I need to be doing, but not destroying whatever is around, not taking advantage or raping whatever I've built in order to get there. I think it's about learning about the bigger picture. So once I have delineated those four topics, uh, uh, those two fields, doing the right thing or doing the things right, I now know that there are four fields. And and the four fields is what? First of all, people can do the wrong thing the wrong way. A salesperson may lie about calling someone and then he threatens to leave when he's being confronted. He's doing the wrong thing the wrong way, right? Or when a leader changed the rules of the game in order to reduce commission that goes to the salespeople. That's doing the wrong thing the wrong way, mm. you know? These are some of the things that happen. I mean, just lately, I've been invited to a dinner where I felt it was like the last supper. So that was a very different thing. And But that was about the wrong thing. And it was doing it, to me, probably wrong. Sometimes I, I don't mind people doing their thing, but you have to find a way to do the right way. What's your example about people doing the wrong thing the wrong way? Well trying to pick up your mate's missus behind his back instead of just confronting 
It's the wrong thing and done it the wrong way. Yeah, well, <laughs> that would be nice. Oh, here, here you go, mate. Oh, you got your bottle? I've written down a couple of examples, but mine are more for doing the right thing the wrong way rather than I didn't break it down into the four. The wrong thing the wrong way should be that fucking obvious, and I think yeah. you said it when you described it the first time. If you're doing the wrong thing the wrong way, you're an imbecile or a crook. That's the best way to describe it. You know you're doing something wrong. You and know, but even if, logically, even if you know, logically you can justify it. Even you know? if you know you're doing something wrong to then still go about that the wrong way. If you're ju- if you're justifying the wrong thing, then the right way to go about it is confront the person, talk to people. Like, there's a right way to Absolutely. do the wrong thing. So I don't think it, you'd need to drag up too many um, examples of people doing the wrong thing the wrong way because I, I hope to God we're not around too many of those people, right. to be and honest. I, and I hope those people know what they're doing when they're doing it too. I, I think that they know, but they justify it. They, they justify it like... Uh, oh, it's a white lie. No, it's not a white lie. No, it's they, just part of the cell, part of the con. Justified yeah. their head. Somehow they, they manage to forget that you know, you've helped them uh, put their couples together when they were in trouble. You've helped them go through health issues when they had it. They now making a decision because they didn't see you the last six months, and they logically use the last six months, which is COVID time, for example, and you can't go in around and seeing them, and they use it as a logical way to just justify how they're going to do the wrong thing now. But that's yeah. not to justify it to himself, though. In that, in I think if someone's done the wrong thing the wrong way, the only justification is for public for keeping up appearances. They know what they're doing. No, they don't. You they know don't, what you you're know. doing. If you're doing you, I don't believe you can live with yourself if all you do all day long is knowing that you're doing the wrong thing. Ah, they know. In order to survive yourself and not have cancer or any kind of Politicians disease, do it you, the wrong way. No. All the time. They go, we're going to do the wrong thing and the way we're going to spin can guarantee, it. I can guarantee you they're doing it, thinking they're doing it for the right common good. I mean, as I'm speaking to you, uh, my leader, Pauline Hansen, from the <laughs> One Nation Party, <laughs> has, has come out and agreed with me that uh, the... Mandatory COVID vaccination is not something she's going to adhere by. See, so when we were talking about it, he might go about the right aim, but I don't think he's doing the right thing, and I don't think he's doing the right way. It's not the right thing to just force people to have a jab. What about all the other jabs? But in his head, isn't the right thing trying to stop the virus, though? Absolutely, but you don't do that by taking uh, people's liberty. When it comes to the inner being, the, it, it is one thing to ask me to stay in my home and not go out. It is another thing for you to put some unknown quantity into my bloodstream that may affect my being. That, that's two very different things. Mm. When you don't even know, you're not even in the research lab, you're not even doing anything. But I think, you know what? It's a knee-jerk reaction because Vladimir Putin came up with something last week. We have to come up with something this week. And I think it's shit. I I think that you have to be out of your mind to think that me as a citizen, I'm going to abide by that crap. Mate, that would be equally as dreadful as giving me a lethal dose. But I just said to you, politicians do the wrong thing the wrong way all the time. You just said, no, no, they think they're doing no. the right thing. You know, They know that oh, well, now we're in an arms race, but it's a vaccine race. They know that. They know the billions of dollars. Oh, fuck, we're going, getting all political again. But no, 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 it's, it's good because it's about the right thing or doing things right. So I, I think that it, it's very, very good what you open up. I think someone I who's believe, doing... I truly believe that most politicians... Think they're doing the right Beside thing. Beside my party at uh, One Nation, we only love Australians. 
But most politicians do want the right thing for people. They do want common good. Now, where did that until, come good? Until their their livelihood's threatened. Until someone comes up to them and says, "Oh, you know, vote this way, and and I'll uh, I'll make sure that you get X, Y, and Z." Dirty, dirty game the politics. I think they're doing the right thing the wrong way. Are they? What are they doing right though? And their, my, point mindset, is, my point is, my point is, Thomas mind. said that when someone's doing the wrong thing the wrong way, he can guarantee that most of the time they know they they think they're doing the right thing. I'm I reckon I disagree. I think no, I didn't say that. I said most of the time people know that unless you're a freaking criminal and unless biologically you can't discern the difference. And this is why I said at the beginning talking about having wisdom and wisdom is about the ability to discern the difference between what's right to what's wrong so i think someone who knows or thinks they're doing right but to all of us looks like they're doing wrong is someone who's not doing the right thing but doing things right well no doing not doing things right but trying to do the right thing I think we've got to understand that a lot of these people, it's, it's subjective to that person at that time because they, they may think they are doing the right thing and we look at it, no, they're not doing the right thing, they're doing it the wrong way. To them it may be different and they may not know any better. Like ScoMo at the moment with the, the vaccine, he may think he's doing the right thing and but doing it the wrong way forces oh, him. Right examples. So I think it is a bit subjective right um, at the time. Shutting down restaurants, doing things right. Shutting down restaurants on 24 hours notice without stopping the borders and everything wrong else thing, happening. Doing the right thing. Doing wrong. the wrong thing. So doing things right, because it's about systems. So they go, we've got to do things right. We've got to lock everything down to shut the virus. System says, keep everyone away from each other. System says, do 50 calls, right? System says, we've got to separate everyone. We've got to lock everyone down. So they did the right thing. No, they did things right. Shit, if we are confused. Oh, There's mate, no way that anyone's going to follow us, boys. Maybe it's time to have a second bottle they before you keep right. on going, man. Yes. All right. Which bottle are we going to go next? Let's let's pick a number between one and ten. You pick the number first. No. No. Seven. Yeah. You you won. Oh, we start with your bottle. <laughs> Stitch me. Actually, up. you won. You decide. That's all right. No, we'll go mine now because okay. we never drink as much as the third bottle, so we'll drink mine so I can enjoy. All right. It. Let's have a look. Back wall of Dan Murphy's. Great place. I was t- I was told I was told out the front that I should be we should be sponsored by Dan's because all I ever mentioned is the back wall of Dan Murphy's. I wasn't at back walls. I was in their specialty. Walls. I spoke I spoke last week about how good the back wall of Dan Murphy's is and how you go for a trip around the world. Well, we went to uh, Burgundy, we went to France, and then the next one along is Italy. And I skipped Italy. Too much coronavirus in Italy. It's where this whole bloody thing started. So I got to Spain and found this. Uh, Interesting looking bottle. People will see the photo of it. This is a 2015 Marques de Riscal Reserve. It's a Tempranillo. It's from the Rioja uh, region in the north of Spain. Now, these guys opened in 1858. They are the first wine ever bottled from the Rioja region of north of Spain, which has now become quite famous for its reds. In 1895, they were the first non-French wine... To win the diploma of honor for, of the from the Bordeaux expedition exhibition, mm-hmm. um, which they've actually stuck on the label, you'll see in the photo they stick the diploma in the label, and you'll also see in the photo that it's got this funky gold netting around it. They introduced that in the early 1900s to um, avoid people 
falsifying the wine and selling fakes. Mm. So I don't know much about Did the grape know? Tempranillo, but... Um, Oldest grape in the world. There you go. The Tempranillo, yeah. Oldest in the world. Did you know why they won? No. The king of Spain married his daughter to the king of, of France. Oh, there you go. And, and when they did, that, when they had the um, reception as a recognition, the king of France really nominated that wine, which, is, which was actually a shit wine back in those days, <laughs> and nominated as the wine. Did you know that? No, I didn't nominated. know. So it was all made up. It was all made up. So anyway, I chose, and the, the other part of it was, obviously we spoke earlier, 2015. Today's the uh, birthday of my daughter, born on the 20th of August, 2015. So, um, happy birthday, Indy, and let's see if the wine is as good as the child. <laughs> happy birthday, Indy. So, what do you normally do with Tempranillos? What do you normally eat with them? And, and well, I'm made on Cab Sav or Shiraz, it's about it, or Merlot. So like, so. like most reds, it's, uh, it's meats and red meats and so yeah. forth. But these, are, are these, these are real freaking heavy meats. Up. Yeah. It it's actually goes very well with cured meats. Because the spice and they're preserved like in the spice meats and so yeah, you don't want you don't want this with lamb you don't want no. this with like you know games yeah. yeah you want this real big beef cheers boys cheers boys good tea bone or something like that oh this is nice I don't know it is as structured as the first one it the taste is much heavier straight away it's you there. get it yeah uh, it hits straight away on off switch wait for it yours got a lot better as it went on too mm-hmm. it's very good. That's all right. Listen, my was first bottle. First bottle, never won. I understand <laughs> it. I understand <laughs> it. So, so we're going to Spain anyway. That's all right. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I skipped Italy. What do what we really have? I might have to go Italy next next week. I had an Italian wine here and then uh, I, I missed a podcast and you guys opened it without me being here and said it was shit. So. It, it, it was shit. So it was rubbish. You had to do it again. I do remember that. It was rubbish. <laughs> what was the one we had? We had one a couple of weeks ago. It was an Argentinian something and it was that was too much. What was that? Listen, every now and then we're going to go back to that 100 bottle. I thought it was fantastic because we all travel for real, you know, like those were top bottles we had. You've got to be careful, though, because it's some <laughs> we've, we've cultured ourselves a bit too quickly and now just having an average bottle of wine again. Ah, oh, come on, man. <laughs> no, it's not average. I mean, th- these are good bottles. I'm, I'm just talking about... That's you know, how ed- people go from education 20 Education is expensive, boys. <laughs> so that's how people end up going from 20 cent hits to $5 wax on the pokies, mate. <laughs> Once you've tasted it, it's hard to go back. No, so I, to, I think to go back to what we're talking about, it is one thing to be ignorant of the right thing to do. But I think it's wrong to ignore it when you know. I am probably the champion of doing the right thing sometimes at the wrong time, but also the wrong thing. But as soon as I know that there's a better way and that there's a right way of doing it, uh, you can't get me go back. This is the thing that people have to really get. I'm cool if you don't know what's the right thing. But if I have shown you what's the right thing, and you agree with me, I think then it's a problem continuing doing the wrong thing. Is there a time where, looking from the outside in, if you're seeing someone doing the right thing the wrong way, do you step in or do you let them learn the lesson? Oh, no, that, that's, uh, it depends on the person. If the person is like a bull, you need to let them learn from their mistake. If someone has got anxiety and issue, no, you need to help them because if they have too much anxiety and you let them do the wrong thing and they stuff up, they may never try again. It's the difference between intention and execution. We've spoken before. You, you judge people on their intention, not the always, end, yeah. not always the execution. Well, the intention is doing the right thing. The execution is doing things right in in that sense, and that, that can be hard, man. Depending on, I know 
Thomas says he's the king of that. I'm, I reckon I challenge him. There's a challenger to the crown. Like I always think I'm doing the right thing. I'm quite often told I'm not doing things right, but the the intention is always the intention of good yeah. is always there. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's the main separation for people. Unfor- unfortunately, when you run a, a, a team, a sales team. And you do the right thing, but the wrong way, you lose them. Just as much as if you do the wrong thing, either the right or wrong way, it doesn't matter. If you do the wrong thing, you also lose them. It's, it's a very small window where we have to learn, and that's through leadership. One of the lines I love the most studying this subject was from Peter Drucker, who is probably the, the master of leadership the way we know it today. He always said this, management focus on doing things right where leaders focus on doing the right Right. thing. What we need to always look at is what's the right thing to do? I I spoke to a guy who said to me, thank you so much for the 10 years you've been uh, around. You've really helped me grow and make my life from $40 when I got to this suburb to a million, whatever it is. But you know what? Now, fuck you. It's not now my way of thanking you, and I'm gonna. And I think it's a wrong way. First of all, you're doing the wrong thing. You don't have to burn your mentors. You don't have to burn people who've been around you because now you have a different agenda. Yeah. You you still need to find the right way of doing things. I am the first person to say people should never. And this is not a cult, and I'm not about sect. People should be allowed to do the things they want to be doing. But there's a right way of doing this. You know, in in 1997, I was offered an opportunity to have half of John Lewis real estate. I I spoke to you about it on that one-on-one podcast we did. And in the end, I didn't take it because something in my gut and some... And this is why I say we almost know because we all have that moral conscience that tells us what's right and wrong. And I knew it was wrong. I'm not going to take half of a person's business because they've got cancer. Yeah. And so I asked John, I said, what is it that you want, John? And when he said, I, I just want you to be around me for the next few years, three years, because I'm going to travel and live my life because I haven't managed to do this. And I trust you to do this. That's why I wanted to give you the business. And I said, no, give me a piece of paper. I sign it for you and then go and travel. And a lot of people were saying to me afterwards, are you stupid? Maybe I am. Maybe I am. But I also believe that we're not just a soul living in here. We're just a soul living maybe for a, a next journey. Not only that, our behavior transcends the action. It permeates the person that we are yeah. and it goes through our children. When we are the kind of human being that keeps on doing the wrong thing at the wrong time or the wrong thing at the right time because we know how to con people or the right thing, but at the wrong time we can learn. But if we are constantly doing the wrong thing, that wrong thing just permeates through our children. Yeah, absolutely. Because they learn it's monkey, see, see. monkey, do. Yeah. Think. So then I, I have a look. You know, there's, there's a lady who's been around, around me for a number of years and who's learned now to become very new age and universe and all this shit. And she's doing the wrong thing. She lies. She schemes. She does things behind people's back. She says green when she does red. She says black when she does white. And I'm going, your soul is totally sold. We talk about soul, and and as you know, there's three philosophers that I really enjoy and and, and love. One is 
Socrates who roamed around the streets of Athens looking at people. What is it that makes you happy? And, 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 and what is it you do about your life? And why is your life great? Then there's Plato who, who was actually the first person who studied ethics, but who also was the first philosopher who really fought for the existence of a soul. For him, a human being is nothing else but a, a package in the flesh of an ancient entity. Right. Then you have Aristotle who was his student and Aristotle was more about how to lead a happy life. You can't do yoga and do all that shit all around your life and go about doing the wrong thing. This is the worst because that's when you know what's the right thing to do and you walk against it. Yeah. And that to me is actually way worse. It's one thing to be ignorant. It's another thing to consciously take part into the wrong thing. That's deep. Cam? Prosciutto is beautiful, mate. <laughs> What's it called? With your fake Italian accent? It's actually not prosciutto. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. When he says prosciutto, you know straight away he doesn't have this every day. I don't have this every day, mate. Which one did you pick up? This one. That's copper. Copper. Yeah. How do you say it in your fake Italian accent? Copper. 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 And that is pancetta. Pancetta. Yeah, pancetta. <laughs> that's, that's copper. Recycle at the um, scrap mart. And that's uh, pancetta. <laughs> I haven't said it too. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, you're you're talking about deep stuff too. You're talking about life stuff. Yeah. I, I hope that. Don't, breed oh, that? Does the environment breed a lot of that, Thomas? The the the, the, the environment that people are in. Because we know of stories where you know um, where a manager might think they're doing the right thing, um, but it's for the wrong reason. So they're not they're doing things right, but they're doing the wrong thing. Hold on, hold on. No, no, if they're doing things right. Oh, okay, they're doing the wrong thing, but doing it the right way, you meant. Yes. Mm. Uh, so we know, but is that the environment they, does that, if there's an environment breed that? There's sometimes the culture that they're working in breed that? A very good question. We uh, touched on it before. It's, yeah. the, it's the aim. It's your, yeah, doing you know, doing your, things the wrong way is a culture way. Yeah, so you become who you hang around. So you, you, you hang around bullshit artists who will just drive you to do things the wrong way and backstab people. And yes, you will sell your soul. And yes, you will do the wrong thing. You know, this, this is why people have to really understand that. What you do, it's not what is transpired in the world. What you do permeates the inner being of your soul and uh, your biology. Right, that it actually reflects in many different ways in so many different areas of your life. Yeah. I just finished again another recruiting course. It's funny, we, we do it all the time. It seems like yesterday we spoke about a bunch of recruits, but this time they have passed the exam. One of the things that I always love about these recruits is I always look at what's good in them. What is it that's good in them? And I had a recruit yesterday who turned up and she was stressed and I could feel she was breathing heavy. And she, and she she was going through the exam process and and she was talking to herself. I could actually read in her own mind that she was talking herself down. <laughs> and and you could read the lines and it was like, don't fuck it up. The dude's putting you through an exam. This could determine your entire life. And that to me was so dramatic. I had to calm her down because for me, I would like to be the instigator of something good in people. And I said, without talking to her, and I said, you know, some people have heavy breathing and they put themselves down when they really could do a great job, but they're the worst enemy and, and they keep on putting themselves down. And suddenly she started to, to stop. 
she started to believe in herself and then she did an amazing presentation she went from a, a presentation where i said oh that's not so good to just being probably the best presentation in in the group yeah well do you think people would realize that without having someone there to point it out to them or do you think it's something they have to, a skill they have to learn because until you post a question <laughs> yesterday and Cam and I spent some time thinking about it. I had never really thought that deeply about. Right. So, is that a learn something that people have to learn? Is there something people can? Well, you it comes naturally, or you said before you believe doing the right thing is heart. Doing things right is. This is head. why I'm asking. Yeah, exactly right. So if it's in your heart, you know that's why. That's my thing. I got a lot of. I, I don't have the same faith in humanity that TL seems to have, where he says you know, that people don't know they're doing the wrong thing or they think they're doing the right thing. You know. Oh. You know, and whether you're aware enough, whether you're yeah, aware right. enough to know, your body gives you signals, right? What's gut instinct? Something doesn't feel right in my gut, or something feels right in my gut, so I'm going to do it. Okay. If you're not aware of your gut instinct or your heart instinct to realise that you're getting sent signals that you might be doing the wrong thing, then I guess you don't know you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah, but right. that to me, that goes if this thing is making me want to vomit, yep. then there's a fair chance something's not right here. I, mate, when I'm listing a property. And I'm trying to come up with a price and I do all my research. I sit there and I go, I'll say the price in my head or I'll say it out loud and then I just wait. And if I feel sick when I say it, fair chance I'm full of shit. And if I feel okay when I say it, fair chance I'm doing the right thing by the vendor. One of the examples I had written down because we're talking a lot of deep stuff, but what about just the salesperson in the office who's trying to figure out what the fuck us idiots are going on about? Yeah. Doing things right, go out and get a listing. To get that listing, we might have to inflate the price, we might have to drop our commission, we might have to bag another agent. We are going to push to close no matter what, we're not leaving that door without the signature because that's the system or, or that's, that's what we perceive to be doing things right. Doing the right thing, being honest about the price, being honest about who you are, realising... Even if it will hurt you. Even if there's a chance you're not going to get the listing. That's doing the right thing, right? Even if walking out without... And, and don't yell at me, but even if it means walking out without asking for the signature because you've sat there and assessed the situation and gone, this is not the right time to put pressure on this person to sign a document. I did it yesterday. Have you been in the position where you've had buyers in front of you wanting to buy a property and you know that basically they're going beyond their means saying, guys, I don't think you should be doing this. Have you done that? I've got, I can remember the address. The only time I felt a little bit ill selling a house was... Um, I won't say the address, but they were borrowing ninety eight percent and paying what I believe to be forty to fifty grand too much for the property. Yeah. And in my head, it's the only time I've ever questioned myself: going, do I say something here or not? Because one interest rate rise, one thing going wrong, these people are in a if they're a young couple, one a lot of trouble, whatever it may be. The the thing is, I think that's a that's a sort of very good example of you know, as doing things right, you need to get the sale over the th line. You need to get your targets. You need to do so forth. But doing the right thing is saying to people, what happens if one of you fall ill? What happens? What do you mean you told them that there was past termite damage? Because I'm doing that's the right if, thing. It, I probably would have to disagree with you. If it is about termite, I've got no problem. If there is defect, there's no problem. But if it is about pushing young people into four saving, break it, do it, because they will still love you for it. If it is about asking a 60-year-old to do a 98%, yeah, that's a wrong thing, yeah. right? 
But when they're in their 20s, mate, it's either that or it's going to be in the drinks. So you're helping them to do full savings. You're actually helping. You should be getting a bonus. Yeah, that's down to the understanding of it, though. But what I'm saying is people know when they're going in to lie about, I'm going to go in and tell this person who's got a $700,000 house, it's worth 800000 I'm going to drop my commission to 1.5% just to get the listing. They're going to buy the listing, gonna, that's right. And that's... No, but that would fall into the basket of doing things right. You got the listing, mate. We'll work on it from there. Yeah. Is that doing the right thing? No. no. So how does someone, because all we recruit is good humans, remember? So how does someone go into a system or, or get taught a system where uh, doing things right means some of those things I've mentioned before, but their gut or their heart or whatever it is in them is going, something doesn't feel right, something doesn't feel so right. Come down Do they question that system yeah. and risk losing their job? Do the right thing and go, no, I'm not doing that. No. I think you should. Yeah, 100%. Uh, 100% think, you, you should. should, but the problem is people don't, and that's how we end up as an industry. That's how real estate's ended up. Some shark someday said to someone, put in this lower offer because it'll make the owner think that yeah. the real offer will be better. Yeah. Someone did that one day. And someone said, yeah, okay, and did it. And then within a short amount of time, that's the industry norm. Yeah? Was, was. No, it still goes on. No, it's not was. So that's, you that's know, the difference the, You have to live with your karma, all right? Yes. And, and you have to live with the consequence of your actions. You've got to be able to sleep And sometimes it doesn't come back from that person. I believe the person who does the wrong thing by one does not always get the consequence paid, paid back by that person. But down the road... They lose a grandchild. They lose their wife. They lose a husband. They they, they, things happen. I always remember this story of, of Onassis, who actually married Jackie Kennedy. Yeah. He made all his money from shipping. all of those shipping and the boats that he kept on pushing them until they rust and, and, and sink because the insurance were, would, would, would pay him more than the, the boat's value itself. And he had a son. His son's name was Alexander. And Alexander was a pilot, and he applied the same thing. Fly the plane, let the plane fly until they freaking rust and crash because I get my money back. You did just say flame ply instead of plane fly. Is it? Okay. <laughs> Looks to me the Marquez of uh, whatever is a little bit too strong. So, but apparently two weeks before his death, Alexander told his dad, listen, the planes are breaking down, dad. We need to change them, get new ones. And his dad told him the story about insurance. Two weeks later, Alexander died. His son, his favorite boy. And apparently that broke Onassis, right? Wasn't it in a plane crash? Yeah. He died in that same plane crash he talked about, you know? And and these are the things that happen. And and this is why, for me, you'd call it the fear of God or the fear of the universe. Because, you know, I I love people who call the universe the universe, but they don't believe in God. But they they call it the universe. I'm calling it universe. Fuck off. It's not God. He didn't die again and rise again in accordance with the scripture. It's the universe. No, see, this is the thing. God never died. His son, bad karma. Christian, his son. But for the universe, maybe a planet or a star died. I don't know. We don't know. I I haven't uh, grabbed hold of uh, the Bible of the universe God had some bad karma. But if I grab hold of the universe, I might find out that, you know, a star died, a star exploded, Uh, a star got crucified. I don't know. What happened was Jesus went to God and said, Father, there's a problem with this plane. Next day, Jesus, nah, do a cross, mate. Karma. 
That's what you're saying. Anyway, where was I? <laughs> where I was is you were having a go at people who believe in the universe and not God. You, yeah, and, and, and you believe and you do the wrong thing. I think that you know there is a major issue, like, and, and the issue is sometimes not coming from you. Somehow there's always always a payback. Oh. Well, boys, I, I I think that my bottle has won so far. It's leading. I think so too. I agree. Right. That's all right. I just so want to bring is, up a point. It is it so nice much better. more structured, though. Yeah, the, the, yeah it was that, 2010. Um, <laughs> come on, mate. Chapel Hill, 210. It doesn't hurt there was an Aussie wine, mate. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. You're scaring everyone about karma. I just want to make a, a point about yeah. karma and the yeah. positive. Yeah. We, in, in the negative sense, you, you made a brilliant point, and it's something I've used before when I talk to people about prospecting. You never know where it's going to come from. Okay. Good karma works just as well as bad karma, but you don't know where it's going to come from. And I say to people, you know, the, you, you get the odd guy and he's he's done his work and he's prospected, he's done 400 prospects for the week, but he didn't get an appointment. I said, don't worry, it's going to come to you. The, the rule of the universe, not God, but the universe is energy out, it'll come right. back. The vibration's out. So and what happens is I've, I've yet to be proven wrong because yeah. that guy who's done 400 prospects in three weeks' time, two people will walk in the office and ask just for him. Yep. I go, I've never spoken to these people. You didn't have to. You spoke to 400 other people. And the law of the universe says, so karma works in the positives. You, you do good in the world. It won't come back to you necessarily. And that's what we got to remember too when we get upset with people who we, we perceive are doing the wrong thing or doing things right but not the right way. Mm. As long as we're doing good, it might not come from that person. You'll get upset with that person. Yeah, and, you stay on track. You stay on track. But it'll come from somewhere. Because for every person that's done you wrong, there's probably just as many, if not more, who are who have got your back or, yeah. or are doing you right. You, you just don't see it at but the time. But when you're in the middle of the storm, yeah, yeah. I can tell you one thing: you it's don't believe that. Oh, mate, I'm going, the king of it. Oh, I'm the king of it, brother. When is that gonna start? It's hard to I'm, see. I'm the king of it, mate. And when that's 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 what I said. Like when I when I touched on before about I'm not always I'm not in the there's elements of growth and elements of regression over the last five years one of the the elements of regression is I got I finally got to a point where I could stand some people who I couldn't stand because I just got myself oh they're doing the best they can who cares and that was coming back to me in other ways and I still I did it yesterday I still catch myself when someone wants to fuck with me I'm just gonna fucking fuck with you back (laughs) instead of going no just do the right thing do things the right way, and it won't come from this dickhead that's standing in front of you, but it will come from everyone else around you. And it, it is, mate, when the when the winds are blowing and the storm is blowing, and I think, we, and again, we're morons here. We don't actually know anything about anything, but that's why, the, that's fight why or fl- wise. The, the fight or flight response and evolution says that if someone's fucking you, you you're going to go back at them. Well, it does for me. That's that My natural reaction is fight. Yeah. And that... that we we fighting that innate brain that we're fighting that part of our lizard brain or whatever whichever part of the fucking brain it is that says preservation. Yeah. I, I this can't doing you. Oh, I just dropped the C bomb. I don't think that's ever happened here before. I was thinking, boys, that Christmas coming, that one in wisdom will have the three wise men. But look, <laughs> looking at Cam, he might have to do Santa Claus. <laughs> coming across from Shrek. So forget the three wise men. Uh, he's a jolly human. He's a jolly. I keep doing. Listen, don't be negative about your your weight and and your horizontal expansion. <laughs> uh, there's always positive around it. That's no, no. I was when, talking when about I take a picture next to you, I feel good. Yeah. yeah. 
The karma's <laughs> coming back. All those wine and all those let all those bottle shops that I've uh, supported over the years, the goods going to come back to me at some point. Yeah, the, uh, mate, I, I support uh, local. No, but the, the hardest thing, and it, it's a hard thing in our job because we do a lot of grind for not a lot of immediate return. Sometimes, yeah, we can get into ruts where, and I, you know, we we talked a while ago. I said I was in a bit of a form slump. It felt like I was doing all the work, doing more work than, I, and I just wasn't getting the immediate return. But then I've just said to you today, I feel like I'm in a spot where I can have a couple of afternoons off a week and things are still happening. It's a thing that um, young people start, or not even young people, new people to the industry need to understand if we're going to talk in a purely real estate sense. It's a thing that people need to understand in life that forget about the person in front of you that's doing you wrong. If you can maintain your your values and and your, your, uh, your state and, just keep doing the right thing, yep. keep doing the right thing, it will come back to you in other ways. Yep. Yeah. I think for the new recruits that come into the office, they, they often lead with that doing things right. Sorry, well, it's based on the, on the system. On the, so the tactical side, the, the mind side of it, the brain side, and when they're not seeing those results, then they start to worry. They get that gut feel of worry. As leaders and as their manager or as their leaders, it's our job to say, like you just said, Cam, if you're putting that work in, you're putting that vibration out, it will come back to you, but it's got to be a constant. Like, but you can't get passed off. The problem is, and I, I had it in, in my early career because I used to – I love the I love the universe. I'm not religious, but I love the universe. And everyone used to make jokes about it. Oh, Cam and his universe, Cam and his universe. All I was trying to get anyone to understand is do the right thing, it will come back to you. When you have that conversation with people and depending on how uh, – airy fairy you make it we can go deep into the universe and the energies and the law of attraction and all that stuff after the time people look at you like you're stark raving mad yeah. so part of it's a conditioning to go well, what are you talking about you, yeah you fucking loony tune but so part of it's understanding that there are other aspects to the universe than what you might have already been taught yeah. or to life to life in general yeah but I, i'm still I, you I, say I, karma, I don't know, I don't know your analogy bro because the universe is forever expanding, which means it can't come back to you. Whatever you're doing is going away from you all no, the time. No, it's not. Well, how come bad stuff, how come you do bad, it comes the back to you? The universe expanding. Nah. You can, I, I don't. Works in all ways. Look, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just putting it like, she's come on, let's get to the third bottles, boys. Oh, okay. What is this? We're not uh, camels here. We're not right. camels. We wise people. We two wise stooges and Santa Claus. And Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you see Chris's shirt. <laughs> Hey, donkey. <laughs> you're going to be red now. You're looking at me like Miss Piggy. Yeah, I didn't, take, to I didn't take my blood pressure too. Right. This, I've got, a, I've got a, uh, a, again, a back wall of Dan Murphy's today. Um, Let's see. Now I'm going to bastardise this name, something shocking. But yeah. it's uh, Mouton. Mouton. Yeah, thank you, like he said. Cadet. You didn't Mouton even lube it up yeah. first. Mouton Cadet. And it's, um, so it says Baron Philippe de Rothschilds. Does that mean from the Rothschilds family? Or what's yeah. this? Is that right? Yeah. Um, and it's from, it's a, from the Bordeaux region of, of France. This is actually a, a, a triple blend. It's got a uh, Cab Franc, a Merlot, and a Cab Sav grape in to make this wine. Mm-hmm. It's you say Rothschild, mm-hmm. you've bought something from the deep state. The conspiracy theorists are going to be all over you this. QAnon. You drink this and you actually get cured of coronavirus. <laughs> this is the fucking vaccine in a bottle. These people create the universe. Yeah. So it's a 2016, and uh, let's see how it tastes. All so right, let's have a look. Research that I've done. You know much about Bordeaux? Just a little bit. Uh, it's a place in uh, France. Yeah. All right, cheers, cheers boys. boys. Cheers, cheers boys. We'll see how we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
okay. I think Thomas's bottle's won. Well, <laughs> this is okay. It's very light, though. Did you spend money on this? Or? It was a forty-dollar bottle. Oh, you should not put it in your garage. <laughs> Karma's gonna fuck you, my friend. <laughs> anyway, okay, I came third. <laughs> <laughs> Even the funny thing is, we were going to stitch you up no matter how good it was, but it's fucking rubbish. <laughs> doing the wrong thing, wrong way. No, we're no, doing, it, right we're doing it the right way. You accepted me. No, we did it perfect. No, but it is. Ordinary. There's nothing better than going to a listing appointment and they no, agree with everything you say. That's no, ordinary. Wow, we. It's very light. It's not. <laughs> It's <laughs> 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 Fucking Rothschilds, mate. At least now we won't get coronavirus. <laughs> That's how he got rich. <laughs> <laughs> Just put poison in bottles, mate. <laughs> what have oh, you done? Anyway, th- do you know, it's one of the things for me, it's very, very hard, boys, to fulfill both conditions. Mm. Doing the right thing the right way. For example, I want to leave the office. I want to go and do my own things. The right thing for me is now it's time for me to have my own show, right? That's the right thing. Do I do it the wrong way by concocting some shit, talk to competition behind your back, and then after that, come to you with a fair accompli? Or should I really come to you and say, I think it's time for me to go and do my own thing. I, I don't know, something in me is telling me this, and I have nothing. When I talk to people, I love that. I love that kind of guy who believes in himself but does the right thing and tells his leader, it's time for me now to do it. And to me, he wins everything in me. He wins even me to his side because in life, no one has to live life the way you want. They have to live their life, right? But they don't have to burn the entire village because they're building something new. You know? Now, one of the examples I had written down was because of the industry we work in yeah. and because I've had it happen to me. The right thing, oh, I want a new job or I want to change offices. Yeah, uh, This isn't working out for me. There's, your wine's terrible, Chris. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. I hope I'm doing it the right well, way not, by telling go, you. I wouldn't go terrible, but it was, it's not, it's not um, a great wine. It's very yeah. light. But well, we've talked about before, you, you stick it out in office, you try and be the instigator of change. All that stuff hasn't worked. I need to leave. I want to leave. I want to change career. That's the right thing. Doing it the right way is not waiting until someone calls the office asking for a reference because you've been off yeah. looking for a job yeah. behind your leader's back. We talk about karma in some circumstances. Has a leader or boss deserved to be treated that way? Potentially. But is that the majority of the case? I doubt it. Because a lot of the time you forget the person who's been paying you the way. Money but, doesn't fall off yeah, trees, but right? When you, when, you, when you say that, does the boss deserve... Come. The boss or leader deserve to be treated that way. You treat someone um, like shit, they're going to treat you like yeah, shit uh, in return, yeah? No, 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 I don't 100% They may not. They yeah, may that's not. That's what I'm getting at. Even because Gandhi, go, Gandhi says an eye for an eye will make the no, world yeah, go blind. So you may, he may so not. regardless of how big you an really, asshole your boss is, that's right, you've got to go on you your know side that if you're going looking yeah, for a job, you have to go. you've got to go on your side of right. Without speaking, if you're going looking for a job without speaking to your boss first, regardless of what type of a fuckwit he is, yeah. then you're doing the wrong thing. Right. You're, you're doing the right thing, you're doing it the wrong way. Right. Yes, the right thing to do is to leave the office. The wrong way to do it is... To rock up one day and go, oh, I've been looking for jobs for the last Absolutely. month and I've got one. Absolutely. I mean, for the moment, boys, there's an opportunity for someone to take on a venture with me. And I know that person will just kill it. 
Unfortunately, that person is an employee. Veronique and I, we know we can't just go direct to that person. We have to talk to their leader first. Unfortunately, the leader said, no, we don't want them to do it. I can't even approach that salesperson in order to offer them what I know is the right thing for them. So am I doing the wrong thing the right way? No, you're doing the right thing the right way. You want the best for the person, you want the best for yourself, and you've gone and spoken to their employers first. You've been very upfront. The right thing the wrong way for that person would probably be to have conversations with you without having conversations with their leader at the same time or first. I would go another way. That conversation you would say to the owner, say, I am going to have this conversation. I want to let you know. Is that the right thing to okay? That, okay. That's the right thing, the right way. I would I would say that would be the right thing, the right way. I am going to have a conversation with this person for this reason. You may not like it. Unfortunately, it's the right thing. The right and as way. the employee, you have the same conversation. Right. You say, "I'm going to have a conversation about this opportunity." That's the right thing, the right way. The right thing is. We've had conversations in the past about yeah. information that I've received that I haven't shared. And then you said to me, you did the right thing for the wrong reason. Uh, when someone was going to leave and yeah. you believed that I knew they were going to leave previously and so forth, and we had the conversation. I said, look, I didn't know. But you said, but if you you did know, you should have known from what was happening and you should have shared that information. That was the right reason for the, the wrong, right thing for the right reason. Yeah? And I probably... The kings of... We, we, we here, look, I, you got a fucking heart of gold and, and mine's mostly yeah, silver. Yeah, big heart, big heart. Yeah, and I think between the two of us, or the three of us, between the three of us, just about everything we do, well, everything we do is the right thing. We fucking suck at doing it the right way. Oh, I, don't, I don't think so. I think yeah, doing, no, doing I, things I, I, right, I doing things right. You're talking for you. You're speaking for yourself. Man. Yeah, well, what I mean is we're always getting reminded that we could have done things a different way. Yeah, you know what? I've had conversations yeah. with Thomas where I, I disagree with him, you know, and I pull him up and I say, mate, look, I don't agree with that. I think you, this is your full of shit and I think this is the right... You know, but... It's a matter of, and I said it before, it's a matter of opinion sometimes. People may believe their opinion's right. I think the importance is to be able to look at... <laughs> fuck off, will you? Don't stop talking. <coughs> no, no, I'm serious, mate. Do you want to kill us? I've got another bottle there. Yeah, I think you, be, you better open it <laughs> so we can taste it. And, uh, but I don't think it's going to be that bad. It's not that bad, but... It's not that good. It's 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 a karma thing. Uh, I don't know what we've done. But it's probably the first time ever. Like, like I said, we were going to stitch you up anyway, but it is 100% the, f- <laughs> the first time ever. The wrong thing, the wrong way. <laughs> no, we were doing the right thing, the wrong way. No, the right, wrong thing, the right way. Oh, fucking shut up. But it's the first time ever that the last wine has come last. How do you get through two bottles of wine and still realise something so tastes did like the, the Did the first bottle win yeah, this time? Won. Oh, boys, come on. Come on. <laughs> And for a prize, you get to bring the $100 bottle next week. I think... I, <laughs> I, can, I can do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he does that every week and tells us it costs fucking $50. I think the important thing out of all this for everyone to remember that deep down, no bullshit, you know when you're doing the wrong thing, just do the right fucking thing. There really is no other... Do the right thing. How hard is it to go, I've got two, I've got two roads I can go down here, I can get what I want, and feel a little bit sick about it and, and hurt somebody and maybe not today but definitely tomorrow or I can just do the right thing. It's not that hard. But but someone someone asked me, like, you know, what's what's the how do I know it's the right thing? And for me the definition is very simple. Do unto others what you would have them do to your elderly grandmother. 
exactly not unto yourself to unto your elderly parents yes and and that's the thing because if that it follows the rule if I'm because you might not like something. yourself i'm about to do something here and i have to ask myself would i want you to do that to my old mother and i say no i wouldn't want that to happen then i wouldn't do it to you mm. that's the bit that's how easy it is and that's, that's, so that's how easy it is and how hard some people make it oh, i didn't know i was doing the wrong thing bullshit yeah. I think Bullshit. we've all got that. We've all got that gut feel. We've all got that uh, EQ. Some people can ignore it, mate. Are, yeah, well, they're, they're, I don't think they're ignoring it. They they do feel it. And you, okay, yeah, mate. I haven't always continue on. I anyway. haven't always been a saint. Not no chance. That I'm still not a saint. But I know when I'm doing something wrong, and yeah. I've always known when I'm doing something wrong. And the amount of uh, stress and sickness and anxiety that come came with that. Like back when back when I was 18, 19, 20, and I was an absolute rat bag. I knew. Yeah. Knew what I was doing was wrong. It used to make me ill. How do people sit there and go, I'm going to do this, and then they feel sick about it and they can't eat their dinner or they've got to drink 18 bottles of wine to feel better about it, and then still go and fucking do it and then go, oh, I didn't realise I was doing something wrong. Pre- pre- preparing for today's Bullshit. show, I did a bit of research and I come across... Holy shit. Um, <laughs> Anyone, stop it there. And, <laughs> he prepared. You know, doing the right... Um, <laughs> You're non-stop, man. Every session, there's something against oh, Chris, man. Every back. session, man. I'm Cam's punching back. Nah, so mate. Makes it, him feel better. Nah, it does. It, it, you know, you know what? My, gut, ego up, my you know, gut tells me it's the right thing to do. It makes him feel like he got one over someone, you know. What was your research? Sorry, mate. I'll cut you off. When Crystal bashes him, he doesn't have to feel so bad. I'll cut you off. And, oh, maybe maybe Crystal is his karma. He's still work. going. He's still spinning <laughs> on him. Come on, mate. <laughs> Mate, if, if Crystal's my camera, I've done a lot right in the world. Oh, Whoa, yeah. that's a good comeback. That's a good comeback. Oh, yeah. However, I've been around Crystal where, you know, we're not in talking terms today. So I know that was real karma. <laughs> the rest was just gift wrapped. <laughs> Mate, we ate French fries instead of eating at Muse. That's how, that's how good we're going. Yeah. God, that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, I was sending him nice pictures, and he's sending me ch- chips, pictures of <laughs> chips and fries. I can get you in at Muse, and me and her were fighting over something stupid. I can't even remember what it was, and I'm like, nah, fuck it. We're not going to Muse. We're going. She I was having exactly the I, same I thought. Have got him in there. We found the only restaurant in the Hunter Valley that had no reservations, let alone being booked out. We're the only no one in the restaurant. No music, so we created our own. <laughs> I said, why did you do that? I said, oh, we weren't even sure if we are going to make it up here because we are blowing over something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing the wrong thing the wrong way. I was doing the right thing. I was right. I'm sure I was. Nate, can we go back to where I said she was my good karma? You have just made me dig a hole without even realising I was digging. Cooking. Hey? How's it cooking? Fantastic. <laughs> There's a, we, get a no, we get a notification every time she's doing it. It's beautiful. <laughs> 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 oh, the boys. dinner bell's ready, right? Yeah. Uh, I had another quote I wanted to – we didn't get to fit it in there and it's fitted with nothing we're about to say, but a manager will teach you how to climb the ladder of success faster, but a true leader will make sure the ladder's leaning against the right wall to begin with. Wow, I like that. Very good reading. Yeah, I read that. Copy that. Uh, very good reading. So who said that? Uh I can't give the guy any credit because there's an article I read today, but I will send it to you because there's yeah, a no, couple of quotes out of that. You can't just it, like, I can't, I can't, at least if I quote Peter Drucker, I, I, I say can't Peter Drucker. I can't pronounce it. Oh, okay. I was trying to say before I said, said to you between the difference between tactics and strategy. 
And Sun Tzu said, strategy without tactics leads to a slow victory. Sorry, strategy, yeah, strategy without <laughs> tactics leads to a slow victory. Strat- tactics without strategy <laughs> leads to a noisy defeat. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. That's right, because with strategy... I like my quote better. ...leads to a slow victory. Let's tactics without strategy. Oh, you're going to have to edit this, bro. <laughs> Don't worry about it. No, no, seriously, mate. You're going to have to say shit like this at the beginning of the... <laughs> Dead set, though. Well, ...of the podcast. In, in fairness to, to Chris, Chris, I'll It's a good light. It's a good light. I'm sorry, mate. It's in, good in fairness to Chris, you've picked a topic that is the hardest tongue twister to have after... <laughs> do right first, right thing <laughs> when wrong. Like, <laughs> fucking hell. Okay, well, so what's what's your conclusion, boys? Come on, let's have a I conclusion have now. Conclusion. What's your conclusion? I'm not buying fucking French wine again. <laughs> <laughs> Stick it to the Aussie shores. I have my conclusion. You know when you're doing something wrong, just don't do it. That's it. We we know, mate. We fucking know. You know when you're lying to a vendor. You know when you're lying to a boy. You know when you're lying to your wife. You know when you're lying to your son. Just don't fucking do it. And even if the truth hurts, mate, truth hurts. One's from the head, one's from the heart. A balance of both is needed in life. And you've got to follow what feels right at that time. It's simple. The, the head is a skill bit. I was going to say before, the, the execution is a skill, right? And you've worked with me, TL, for a long time trying to get my execution right. That's a skill thing. I know what I'm trying to achieve. I know I want the best out of every situation. My skill level at delivering that information means that we're not doing things the right way some of the time. So there's a skill involved. But if it doesn't start with the intention to do the right thing, you're fucked. You're gone. You look at, you know, we can talk to business owners, have a, maybe have a deep down real good look at why your business isn't going good. Are you trying to do the right thing? You know, is karma coming back to bite you in the ass? Maybe there's an element of that. Yeah. Why does everything keep going wrong in my life? Maybe there's an element. Oh, Thomas know. has said it before. People who chase the dollar will never achieve it. You, you, can't, you can't chase the dollar. Not even chasing the dollar. It's a byproduct of what we do. It's not the product of what we do. You've got to, you can't chase the dollar. I think a lot of people have that. Unfortunate mindset, and they to continue to chase the dollar. That's maybe the head part of it, where the heart needs to be felt in, and the dollars will come. I don't know. Stop ignoring your heart, then. Let's go. We have to remember, life always gives us options. We can choose. We, we we've got the brain and the mind to be the master of choice. And so I think that we need to live life a little bit like Socrates wanted us to do, which is to constantly asking ourselves questions about our behavior. And our thoughts. On that, boys, do the right thing. Do the right thing. The right way. The right way. Don't live like Socrates to 32. <laughs> you, you got a bit longer left in no, you. No, actually, actually, no, he, he lived a long life, but he, he was um, committed to death for asking influential people and putting them in some kind of uneasy kind of spots. Ask the wrong question at the wrong time. <laughs> but he was happy about it. He, he was happy about it. And the way, even the way he died... He did it with dignity. Thanks very much, boys, for this week. On a high. Talk to you soon. Peace out, boys. See you, Shrek. Thomas's wine won it again. And Chris's was fucking disgusting.